Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. Very warm welcome to the e-commerce freedom podcast. So just before we dive in, I've got two special new resources for you. First resource is a PDF with 15 smash hit products on it, ready to go. Examples of products you can sell on Amazon. So you can use this for inspiration or you can just see, you know, what types of products do really, really, really well. I've even included uh, revenue examples. So you can see the amount of money that each product is likely to generate on the Amazon marketplace. If you want to grab this free PDF, just go to ecommercefreedom.com and you'll see a link at the top of the page where you can grab the PDF. The second resource I want to give you is a free Amazon Accelerator call. The whole point of this call is for us to have a quick chat right? and uh, we'll gather up a little bit of information about your situation and together we'll develop a plan for you to build an Amazon business that either works as a side hustle for you or could replace your job and we'll take into account your situation, your experience, your background and give you a clear set of action steps to um, uh, go ahead and build the business. If you want to book one of those, go to ecommercefreedom.com, uh, go to the top of the page and click Amazon Accelerator Call. You can fill out a quick form and you can book the call. All right. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode. This one's going to be good and uh, uh, enjoy it. Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. So you may have noticed I'm back in my usual recording place, right back in my apartment this week. After my little excursion last week, I realized staying in, getting it done is the best way to move forward. Luckily, today is not too hot either. It's actually quite cloudy outside. The temperature's dropped and that's made me happy. So today we're going to be talking about the number one thing you have to do if you're really serious about making a six-figure income selling stuff online. Now, it doesn't matter what the business is, actually. Obviously, selling on Amazon is one of the best opportunities you have to start a business, and that's why I did it, and that's why I do it, and that's why I teach it, right? But actually, the topic of today's um episode really applies to whatever business you want to build um, it doesn't it doesn't matter it's universally applicable so if you do have someone who is building a business who wants to get to six figures in in income definitely share them this episode because there's gonna be a lot of a lot of value bombs today that will help you make that leap so first of all, why do I feel so qualified to talk about what it takes to actually make this happen, to actually make six figures online? Well, I think, to be honest, I'm overqualified for this topic. Right, for the past five years, five years in a row now, every single year, I've generated uh, a six-figure income. In fact, a very healthy six-figure income, close to a seven-figure uh, uh, income. Right in terms of sales, right, and also in some years six-figure profits as well. So I've done this consistently now for a decent amount of time. Right? It's not just I've got lucky one time and made a hundred grand or whatever, and then it never happened again. Like consistently, it's happened year after year after year. Right, and this has all been with my own businesses and. You know, haven't ever had like a, an actual job uh, apart from working in a bar on a zero-hour contract back in 2013 or whatever it was. So, 
what's different about someone like me who's doing this consistently, you know, year after year, week after week, month after month, day after day, doing the stuff you need to do to bring in six figures versus someone who just hasn't made it happen yet, who's still stuck in a job, who has tried a few different businesses and it just hasn't really taken off or got a bit of a win or something but then it's fizzled out or never even got the win in the first place and wants the first taste of, of it really happening what's the difference well it all boils down to becoming a master of taking action that's it right to get to six figures it's not really much about anything else it's not really about building systems. It's not really about being able to hire people. It's not really about being the most technically proficient person. It's about taking as much action as you possibly can. Right? This is what gets you to six figures. Understanding the fundamentals of whatever business you want to do. Okay, The fundamentals, the basic things you have to do to make money. And then just doing absolutely tons of it now incidentally the stuff that gets you to six figures right 100k a year 200k 300k 500k 600k whatever it is that stuff if you want to get from 600k to say 6 million a year now you have to change things now you have to be better at creating systems now you have to be better at hiring building a team building a company culture all those things are different and that's the stuff I'm transitioning to now to be able to grow even more but you don't need to worry about any of that stuff until you get to decent you know mid six figure level with your business to go from zero to, to six figures it's all about taking action and getting stuff done yourself right so let's break this down how can you become a master at taking action and actually make the six figures come in like what do you need to do to make that happen well i think the first thing is to chip away at your procrastination habit chip away at procrastination habit now everybody has a procrastination habit everybody doesn't matter how successful you are you'll procrastinate at some things at some times you know and i think it's important to understand what procrastination really is and then also understand how to get rid of it I see procrastination as like a mass of energy, almost like a brick wall right in front of you. That's what procrastination is. Right? It's like a mass of energy right in front of you. And on the other side of this mass of energy is everything you want in life. All the money you want, right? the big houses, the big cars, um, the the holidays, the freedom, not having to have a job, being able to earn as much as you like, having amazing relationships, amazing social life. All that stuff is is on the other side of this big mass of energy that is procrastination. So what we have to do is we have to chip away at it. Like it's, it's important to understand that you know, you're not going to become a master of action tomorrow by doing three simple steps or something like that. It's just not going to happen. It takes time to, to develop this this um, this new way of acting. It takes time. And it's okay if you're not that great at it in the beginning because 
you know, that's the way real life is, right? We're not perfect at things day one. It takes a while. So we have to chip away at this procrastination habit that we've built up. And, you know, you, you can talk about why we, we procrastinate. There's several reasons. A big one is fear. A lot of people procrastinate because they're worried, you know, what if I do go ahead and take this action, this thing I'm supposed to do, whatever it is, choosing a product, placing an order, creating that listing, right? whatever it is, setting up my Amazon account. What if I do take this action and it doesn't work out? Or what if I do do this thing and then I destroy this illusion of, of myself that I have for myself that I am successful? What if I do the thing and it doesn't work and I fail and then I thought I was brilliant but then I have this failure and all of a sudden it's proven that I'm not as perfect as I thought I was. My delusion of, of being a successful person in all areas is broken because this thing failed. I think that's a thing that makes people procrastinate. Also, it's a self-esteem thing. It's like, well, what if I'm not good enough? What if I'm too old? What if I'm too young? What if I'm not clever enough to to make this happen? What if I'm not the right type of person? What if I'm not business-minded? Right? All these things can make us procrastinate. Also, it can just be a lack of focus. Just you, you might just not realize. You know, you've got so many things going on in your life that that you have no chance to chip away at this procrastination because you're procrastinating by having too many things going on. So that's what develops this this huge mass of energy that stops you from moving forward in any one particular area. Right? So you can procrastinate for for several reasons. And I procrastinate on things all the time, you know, in different areas of my life. But, But the ones that move my business forward, I've become better at not procrastinating. And that's all you have to do. So it starts with a little bit. It starts by taking baby steps and just doing five minutes five minutes of action, five minutes of action, you know, consistently just doing something. And before you know it, you know, the mass of energy that's procrastination is smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And it becomes less and less of an issue. So what happens when this mass of energy disappears and and starts to, to, to get smaller? Well, you replace the mass of energy that is, uh, procrastination you you replace it with discipline right? that's what comes in place of procrastination instead of you know sitting around i don't know looking on facebook instead of doing some product research now you sit down without even thinking about it and you're already doing product research before your brain even gets to catch up with what it is you're doing at that particular time. That's discipline. And the great thing about discipline is a lot of people don't like the word discipline and they think it's a, a negative thing that's unpleasant. It's like, oh, being disciplined is like being in the army or something, right? It's like, you know, you have to be really hardcore and have no fun in life and, and just be disciplined. But what discipline really means is you're, you've programmed yourself so well that now something isn't even a problem. You don't even think about it, you're already doing it. And that actually is way easier than being caught in this whole procrastination thing because when you're disciplined, you actually feel really good about yourself. And that's that's a key. 
to getting the snowball rolling and then becoming even more disciplined because it feels really, really good. This is something you can have 100% control over. Like There's so many things in life where you don't actually have control of it. But discipline is something you do have control of. So you can get yourself out of situations which are bad news by being extremely disciplined and knowing that you know, you're in control of this part of your life. And it applies in so many ways. It implies if you want to get fit and healthy, having the discipline to go to the gym, right? At home, having the discipline to, to look after your house and, I don't know, wash dishes and stuff like that. Certainly not an area I'm overly, <laughs> overly disciplined in, right? I'm sure my girlfriend will, will agree. But same, same applies. If you can be disciplined with that stuff, it, it helps and you feel good about yourself. You need to apply that discipline to business. And you are disciplined in certain areas. You probably just don't realize you are. Also, you need to practice being efficient. Right? Practice being efficient. Now, right now, you might not be very efficient when it comes to running your own business and doing your own stuff within your business. You might not be very efficient with it. It might take you an hour to do a task that could do could take 10 minutes. One thing I've been really focusing on recently is, is any task that I know I need to do which takes less than three minutes, I do it instantly. Like if I see an email come through and you know it's, it's something that I know needs to be done and it's quite important and it can be done very quickly, just like saying thank you to somebody or just scheduling in something or whatever, if it's going to be very, very quick, I just do it instantly. Because I'd much rather have that done than it be in the back of the mind, in the back of my mind while I'm focusing on a bigger task. Like imagine if there was say 15 or 20 tiny little things I knew I had to do while I was trying to record this podcast, like how distracting would that be? My mind would be all over the place. I wouldn't be able to focus on this content and the, the quality of this podcast would drop. But every time I've had one of those tiny little tasks I've got over maybe over the past few days, I've done them all instantly and now they're out of the way, they're done. That's much more efficient. So that's an example, but there's loads of areas where you can be efficient. For example, figuring out your priorities is another way to be efficient. Like I'm launching a new product in Amazon USA at the moment, um, well I'm about to, right? And from my analysis, I I estimate this product could do up to 100K a month in revenue. I feel quite confident about that. So if you think about launching a product and all of this stuff that goes into launching a product, there's a lot of stuff that I could be doing to to get the process moving, right? There's so many things I could be doing. And if you include all the stuff that, that I sh- probably shouldn't be doing that could be part of the process, I mean, there's infinite amount of stuff I could be doing, right? For example, I could spend four hours right now, I could sit down and spend four hours designing a new logo for this product to sell in Amazon USA. I could spend four hours doing that. But is creating a logo really something I should be prioritizing? Like, is is having a really great logo on the product going to make me a lot of money directly? 
No, having a logo is more of a long-term thing that will connect my products together, right, within a brand, okay? And so right now, that shouldn't be a big priority for me. Like, yeah, have a logo, but don't spend ages on it. The thing I should prioritize is the only thing that's going to make me money, which is getting the stock into the warehouse, getting some test batch products into the warehouse and seeing if it sells, trying it out. So therefore, that is my priority. That's the next thing on my list. And the clearer you get on what your priorities should be, the better the better everything is. Like, you get more stuff done, right? Because you know why you're doing it, so you're more motivated to do it. You make more progress, because if you're prioritizing correctly, you will, right? Because you're doing the stuff that makes the progress. And also, it feels incredibly good, because you do the stuff and then things happen. But if you do loads of stuff and nothing is happening, Chances are your priorities are way off. You're probably doing loads of stuff that's completely irrelevant. If I was to spend, I don't know, 25 hours building a website and that's it, obviously nothing's going to happen. I need products, I need traffic, I need offers. You know, those are the things that that make money. So getting clear on your priorities is is a huge way to, to be efficient. So how do we do stuff without needing tons and tons and tons of discipline uh, and even if we procrastinate? How do we, is there an easy way we can get around this whole procrastination thing and um, not have to be crazily disciplined? Well, luckily there is. In fact, for me, creating habits has been one of the most important factors that has enabled me to earn six figures. Creating habits has been an absolute game changer. For example, my calendar is king right now. My calendar is is king. I follow my calendar to AT. Whatever's on my calendar is, is what I do during the day. For example, every single Monday, every single Monday without fail, 4 p.m. Swedish time until 6 p.m. Swedish time, I've blocked off two hours to do this podcast and also to do a vlog for my music stuff. Okay, so that two hour slot on my calendar says podcast and mega reach vlog. So I don't need to build a to-do list. I don't need to think about which things I need to do for the week. I don't need to prioritize anymore. I know this is an important thing which is gonna help you, right? And it's gonna help me as well because if people listen to my podcast, you know, it's good for, for my coaching business, right? So it's on the calendar, so I don't need to think about it. I don't need to be disciplined, and I'm not going to procrastinate because all I'm going to be doing for those two hours is creating the content. So a calendar is just such a simple app. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to learn some new software. Take the calendar you already have on your phone and turn it into the controller for the stuff you do throughout the week. If you have a reminder on your calendar from 11 to 12 p.m. every Saturday to find products to sell on Amazon, let that dictate what you do rather than having to come up with to-do lists all the time and think about it. Because time spent thinking about stuff you need to do could be spent 
getting on with it. Another thing I've found when it comes to the calendar is that being rigid actually frees you up. Like when I first started my businesses, I didn't want to have loads of time blocked off on my calendar because I thought that it would make my life really rigid and it would remove all of the spontaneity from my life and it would be very um uh, it would just feel like being at a job or something you know feel very kind of regimented but what was happening was that number one I didn't know when I should be doing stuff and when I should stop so sometimes I'd work too long or sometimes I wouldn't know what work to do so I'd end up doing nothing but then I'd have this looming feeling of like, should I be doing something right now? Which isn't nice. That certainly doesn't feel free. And also I'd go a few days and I'd realize, oh my God, there's this massive task I was meant to do, which I haven't done yet. And I'd have to scramble to get it completed. So trying to be free and free spirited with the way I worked was the one thing that was completely getting rid of all my freedom because I knew at the end of the day, right, whether it was 5, 6 p.m. when I when I sort of finished working, everything was such a mess that I felt like I couldn't completely relax. Whereas now, at the end of the day, when I finish working, I know that because I'm so rigid with all the stuff on my calendar I need to do each day, by the end of the day, I know the stuff is done because it's I've planned it out. The, the calendar is, is dictating what I need to do and therefore all the tasks are done and then I have a small, very small to-do list of usually maybe three things or something outside of the stuff on the calendar. You know, some days maybe it's more, maybe it's four or five things, whatever. And the rigidity gives me freedom because when I'm finished working, I can do whatever I want. I can relax. I know that everything's under control. One huge lesson I've had while building businesses is to just completely forget perfection. Like if one thing is going to hold you back, it is trying to be perfect. Like I've talked about this before. I've talked about this for the past four or five years. Crappy action is the best kind of action, right? Getting some, something done in a good way is way more productive than getting everything done in a perfect way. Because it could take half an hour for you to do a task and make it good. But it could take five years to do a task and make it perfect. All right, you probably notice that when I send out emails sometimes, when I record a video or uh, you know other things you, you've seen from me, you've probably seen there have been some mistakes in some of the stuff. You've probably seen spelling mistakes. Uh, you might have seen maybe a, a wrong picture on something sometimes. You know, it happens. And the reason why is because it's part of my philosophy is that good is better than perfect. Like, I'd much rather send out an, an email that has a couple of grammatical errors that don't really affect the, the message very much. I'd rather send that out than never send anything out because I'm trying to make it perfect and I'm so worried that some, you know, grammar Nazi is going to come up to me and point it out. I'd much rather just send it out and have a couple of errors. Because at least it does get sent out. And I could probably send out, you know, five emails with errors in the time I could I could take to make one perfect. And this this philosophy has enabled me to take way more action. Just be a little bit less rigid on your 
uh, need for perfection. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that much. The more stuff you do, uh, the better. It's not about how perfectly you do it. Also, like basic stuff is the stuff that makes you the most money. You know, I could create a, a listing and launch a product, and I could make sure it's you know, make sure the listing is absolutely beautiful. We could hire really expensive professional photographers to do all the photos for Amazon, right? We could hire an SEO expert to to find the very best keywords for the listing. Uh, we could spend hours and hours and hours and hours on the copy and make the copy look incredible, like the writing for the headline and the bullets and the description and all that stuff, right? We could spend hours on it and you know really become an expert at all that stuff. But if you want to make more money, if you want to get more progress, it's not about becoming an absolute genius at all those elements. It's about really just getting more listings out there. You know, you can have a tiny little bit of knowledge, and and you can you can make a lot of progress with it. You know that that's that's the key. The, the people who get extreme amounts of success in business aren't the ones that know loads of things. They're the ones that do loads with the little bit of knowledge they do have. You know, I mean, who would make more money? The person who has knowledge of 10 different strategies to sell on Amazon and uses none or the person who knows about one strategy but exploits it like crazy and that's all they do for five years obviously it's the person who 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 does the stuff with the knowledge right the knowledge doesn't really make you any money it's, it's used it's applied knowledge that is really powerful Talking of strategy, I always recommend you just take one strategy that makes sense to you and run with it. Like in the first few weeks of me selling on Amazon, I figured out that you could do retail arbitrage. And that was a thing that I figured out was real and it worked. And I've told this story before on my YouTube channel and other places. I haven't told it in a while. But I found this little um, cool blocker. Right, it was a, a a tiny little bit of plastic that you plug into your landline phone, okay, like your house phone, and it blocks uh, telemarketers from being able to call you. So there were loads of people selling like payment protection insurance, uh, loads of other scam phone calls, and other marketing companies that would just call you and ask you to switch your cable provider, you know, whatever else. Right, and this little device blocked those calls and had lists of these numbers. And then also, if you had a number from a scam marketer, you could press a button and it would remember the number and block it next time. Right, so it's a super powerful thing. Anyway, I found it in a store called Robert Dyer's in the UK for four pounds ninety nine. I noticed on Amazon it was selling for thirty nine ninety nine. Right, so there was eight of these things on the shelf in in a Robert Dyer's in Richmond, actually. And there was eight of them there, and they were five pounds each. So I thought, you know what, this looks really good. I don't really know if it's going to sell, right? Because I wasn't that clued up on how to research products at the time. So I thought, you know what, I'll I'll buy four of them, and I'll spend 20 pounds. 
Now, to me, twenty pounds was quite a considerable amount of money. Like that was a, a really great meal, or um, uh, I don't know, a night out, or travel money, or something. It was quite significant at the time. But I thought, well, if I buy four of these and spend twenty pounds, and they sell well, then this is going to go really well. Anyway, bought four of them, sent them into my account. Literally within minutes of one of them going live on my Amazon account, it sold. And that same night, the other three sold as well. So I just turned £20 into £120 profit. Okay, these things sold for £160 total revenue, okay? And £120 of that was profit. £30 profit for each one. This blew my mind. This this absolutely blew my mind. So for that next few days, I did nothing else other than hunting for more of these cool blockers. I called up every single Robert Dyers in the UK. I called up all of them and, and I asked them, do you have any of these cool blockers? And they didn't know why I cared so much about these things. They had no idea. I was thinking, like, you guys don't know that you're sitting on gold, right? The staff there, if they knew that you could sell these things on Amazon, like, I mean, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have sold them to me, but they had no idea. Right, so I called them up, and there was one store that said, yeah, we got 12. I was like, 12? Man, that's insane. I was like, can you just put them aside for me? I'll come pick them up uh, tomorrow or, or later. They were like, yeah, fine. You know, they were on sale. They wanted to get rid of them anyway. It was like an end-of-line clearance thing. Like this, They weren't even making this product anymore. Um, I found up another store. had like five. Another store had two. And these were all different ends of London. So I had to get like a day travel card, go to London and travel at tube stops. I went to like the London Bridge. I went to you know, all these different areas of London within the same day, sometimes going to like four areas. I went One day, I remember, I went to London Bridge, then I went to Essex, then I went to, uh, I can't remember, some other little town right at the top north of London, like almost Hertfordshire. And I went all the way to the south. Um... And it, that's all I was doing, finding these things. Um, at the end, at the end of the, the few days, I think I found a total of twenty six, and I made a total of nine hundred pounds profit uh, in in under five days. All because I took a strategy and just went crazy on it. And that has been the philosophy for my business ever since. Like, as soon as I realised that private labels would work. I went crazy on that strategy as well, launching products, making three, four k a month profit, you know, and that's that's the secret. So I would pick a strategy that makes sense to you. That's that's key. Like the reason I didn't get into say, I mean, I could have made any business work really. You know, I'm willing to to do whatever. I could have done trading or something, but trading stocks and shares or, or penny stocks or whatever else it is that, that people do, forex. It just doesn't really make sense to me. I don't really see how you could build that into an actual, reliable, sustainable income. I I know people do it. I've seen them do it. Right? And people make a lot of money with Forex. I know people that make a lot of money trading. But to me, it just doesn't make sense. It feels like something where you have to be very, very, very good at reading graphs and data and spotting trends and you know all this stuff and it just doesn't really make sense in my head whereas buying stuff cheap and selling it for a profit and making sure your numbers add up so there's some money left after your expenses to me that seems kind of easy it's just basic maths 
if you can buy something cheap, sell it for a profit, you win. Right, so these strategies made sense to me. Amazon made sense to me, and that's why I went on full force with it. It's one of the reasons I didn't do music, actually, as a full-time career, even though I, I'm seriously passionate about it, and I even went to university to study it. Study it. Like, I didn't do it as a full-time thing, because I don't see how you can, you know, guaranteed make income from it. Again, I know people that do. I know someone who owns an extremely, extremely good lifestyle, uh, you know, very successful six-figure, high six-figure income from just music. They're independent artist. And I know they've done it, but it just, to me, it doesn't quite make sense how that works. So I didn't want to put my eggs into that basket. I wanted to do something that I, I really got. For me, Amazon was that thing. And once you find that thing that makes sense to you, you're off, right? And you should just do that and just run with it and just forget everything else. So these have been some tips. This is really my two cents on, on how to get a six-figure income and the one thing that really matters, which is becoming a master of taking action. So speaking of taking action, I want you to take action right now. You're listening to this podcast and listening to podcasts is easy, right? It's easy. It doesn't count. It's not work, right? It's, it's fun, if anything. Um, even if they are about business, like it, it doesn't count. It doesn't make you money. So I want you to take some action. In fact, what I want you to do, no matter where you're listening to this podcast, whether you're driving, whether you're walking, whether you're sitting on your sofa, whether you're lying in bed, at the gym, doesn't matter, right? Wherever you are, what you need to do is just stop doing what you're doing. Okay, so if you're in a car, pull over, just pull over super quick and get out a pen and paper or your phone or whatever. And I want you to take some action. I want you to write down three big rocks for the week. Three big rocks for the week. So what is a big rock? Well, it's something that's going to move you forward. Okay? Something that's going to move you forward, like a priority. For me, a big rock will be connecting with a ton of suppliers and getting quotes for this new product I'm launching in America. That's a big rock. That'll get me forward. That'll get me closer to, to finding products that I can sell that will make me money, Right? Creating a logo is not a big rock. That's just a tiny, tiny rock. What are your big rocks? I mean, it could be setting up your Amazon account. A lot of people say, oh, I don't want to set up my Amazon account because I have to pay monthly. I have to pay £30 a month. No, set it up now because then if you're paying £30 a month, you won't procrastinate anymore because you won't want to throw the £30 a month down the drain. You'll want to make, sell some products to make that £30 back. Right? So set the Amazon account up now, right? Set it up this week. That could be one of your big rocks. Another one, find a product. You need to find a product, find a product this week. Just do it this week. It's not rocket science picking a product. Like you don't have to spend 10K on your first import, spend 300 pounds if you want. Pick a product, test it. Cool. Finding a product could be one. Another one could be book a call with me. If you need some help, you want if you want some help along the way, why not book a call? Go to ecommercefreedom.com. There's a link at the top, Amazon Accelerator call. That could be a that could be a big rock. Have a chat with me. Get some get some expert advice on on what you should do next. That could be one of your big rocks. It might not be that you might have other stuff that you need to do that you know you already know what you need to do and you're just not doing it. Figure out your three big rocks, write it down. And as a bonus step, you could actually schedule time in your calendar to do it. Right? I mentioned being rigid and, and 
letting your calendar control your life, we'll, we'll put that into practice now. Decide when you're going to do each one of these big rocks. Right, you need to set up your Amazon account. Okay, maybe set tomorrow at 5 p.m. You've got an hour free. Good, you can do it then. Right, finding a product. Okay, it's going to take you a bit of time to find one. Why not put in 10 minutes a day? Schedule the 10 minutes on your calendar every day, 10 minute slot. Could do what I do quite often and um, set uh, reminders that repeat on your calendar. So a, a, a daily uh, 10 minute slot dedicated to, to researching products, for example. Right? Whatever it is, setting these three big rocks, getting the, the action done and scheduled is going to be the only thing that makes this stuff a reality for you. Right? That's That's it. Reading about it, listening to podcasts, watching videos does nothing, right? You know that, you know that already. Right, but it's good. It's good to be clear and, and and be reminded of it. Awesome. Okay, so I hope this this podcast has given you some in, insights about what it really takes to to build a real income. And I can't wait to see you put this stuff into action. And by the way, if if this has been helpful, shoot me an email support at ecommercefreedom.com and give me some feedback. If you have any stuff you want to hear in future podcast episodes, send me an email as well, support at ecommercefreedom.com. I can talk about it. Awesome. All right, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next week.